You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon, I want to take time and really just talk about the huge <laughs> accomplishment you just made. Okay. For our listeners, as I understand it, there is this hiking program. Mm-hmm. You went out to Utah, and it's this company that has put together this way to really challenge yourself, knowing that Mount Everest is 29,029 vertical feet to mm-hmm. climb. Yep. They created a situation of where it's one smaller mountain, and you go up this mountain and down it 13 times. And if you yes. do so, that's the equivalent of climbing my, Mount Everest. And it's a very hard thing to do, but you went and did this the other day with a bunch of your friends. Yeah. And you have to do it in 36 hours. Oh, it's a time. Okay. Sh- okay. It's time. You, it's not, um, you know, like the winter, but everybody had, could go at their own pace, but we only had 36 hours to try to attempt to, to try climb to do Mount yeah, Everest, basically. Thir- 13 summits. Yeah. And, and if we did that, that's the equivalent of climbing Mount Everest. And we were at base camp was at about 6,000 feet. And the well, top let's address the, this, number one. You're starting at 6,000 feet. We're in the yeah. low country of South Carolina. That's a lot to get used to. I know. I mean, leading up to this thing, I was like, okay, I could go walk, you know, the bridge. I could go walk the Ravenel, but coming back from this thing, I know that's not anywhere close to what we were doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, that's what we had to do was, was climb up it and we get out there and, you know, it just starts getting real. When you land, when you get to it, it was at Snow Basin in Utah. Snow Basin is the ski resort. And also, Kristen, we weren't like traversing back and forth like some hiking trail. No, we were going straight up a double black diamond ski slope where you normally would come down. If it was snowing and you had skis, you'd be going down a double black diamond where we were just climbing straight up that. Okay. Wow. It's crazy. It was crazy. And you, you walk up and you're like, you're just looking straight up this thing. And so after looking at it, you know, then the next morning we, they did a lot of training for us the first day. There were some and that's, that's the first thing, Kristen, is I've never been in the company of really high-end athletic coaches. Mm. Okay, you, you hear about them all the time on TV and the value of coaching and such. And I'm, I knew that, okay, that's probably beneficial in the athletic world. But the first day, they were, there was a coach there, a doctor, talking to us about breathing. Hmm. <laughs> you know, breathing, well, you think, well, I'm the just the altitude, I kind of get that. And you're pushing yeah. yourself to a high limit trying to... Mm-hmm. via math, climb Mount Everest. Yeah. And they were teaching us, okay, when you start getting exhausted, you know, here's, you know, different breathing exercises we could do. And they were, they were like, they said, trust your exhale, <laughs> trust your exhale. And I'm looking around like, yes, following this, but it was true. When we started getting really, really tired, you, you, that would calm you down and taking deep breaths and things. And so hearing all of that, the, the first day and a lot of other things of really of journaling and, and through this whole process, we heard all of that the first day. And so then the next day on Friday morning, breakfast was at 430 in the morning. Okay. And we got started right at six. Okay. They, they had a nice talk for us right before. And then we started off at 6 a.m. And that started the clock. We had until 6 p.m. on Saturday. Okay. Right, so for 36 straight hours. And so off we go. And my first summit up there, it took me about an hour and I felt great, was was just clipping it away. Kristen, we're stepping up almost like, you know, if you're going up some stairs, taking three steps at a time. I mean, that that's what it was for most of this whole thing, uh, almost two and a half miles up. And I want to brag on you because some mutual friends of ours did this. I did not go because I'm not this crazy, mm-hmm. uh, which by the way, if you listening feel that way too, I'm with you. I'm proud of Brandon. I am in awe of this. I would never do this. But some mutual friends did and said that you on the first couple laps 
we're really ahead of the pack. Yeah. I work out over here at Iron Tribe in Mount Pleasant all the time. So I felt like I had a a good base and and uh, was feeling good and ready for this. And so, so yeah, so my first run was great. And you ride the gondola back down and it takes about 20 minutes for that thing to bring you back down. So that's how high we were Gee. and started on my second one. And that's when all the cramping started. I was cramping quads and hamstrings and calves and my stomach was cramping. I've never, I guess Ow. you ladies are like wanting me to <laughs> welcome to the club here. Right. But, but the cramping was, I couldn't even, you know, reach down to tie my shoe and adjust things. My stomach would cramp up and you started pushing through that. And then by the, uh, say the third, maybe fourth time I was settling in and, and, you know, you're meeting people as you go up. That was one thing that was amazing about it. And so I started clipping a few off and we got, got to about hike number seven or so. And what I really started to experience is these these coaches, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. is they would be uh, mixed around. There, there were two aid stations at about a mile and two miles. And then at the very top, they had all the nutrients and all the the bars and the gels and the Doing everything they can to make sure that you stay replenished, uh, hydrated yeah. and healthy. Okay, I like that. I was worried yeah. about your health here for a few minutes. Now <laughs> so I feel was, better. So was Stacy, my wife. She was texting me. I had my Apple Watch on and she's like, how you doing? You know, and I'm texting her back and, and she, why do you sound out of breath? I'm like, ah, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you know, kind I'm of hiking Everest here. I know. I know. She thought I was just going to pass out with the altitude. But anyway, at, the, at these stations, you know, you're talking to the coaches and they were, they were like, Brandon, how you doing? How, how are you feeling? What have you had to eat? I went into this thing, not knowing the whole nutrition side of it, of like having to take all the electrolytes, all the calories. Can I interrupt the, here? Sure. You sure. went into this not digging enough into it to know what you needed to do to be successful. Yeah. Brandon, that could be dangerous. (laughs) But thankfully, these people had that covered. They're prepared for folks like you. And frankly, me, I wouldn't know that either. Showing up and going, I work out. You know, Mm -hmm, I do this, that, mm -hmm. and the other. I'm pretty healthy. I can do this. Yeah. I would meet other people that were totally into that stuff. They've already lapped me a few times, of course, (laughs) by this point. But you know, they're doing uh, all the right nutrition. And I would, I would walk up to the station. They're like, okay, what do you need? And I'm like, I don't know. And I would look, Kristen, I would look at all these things that were right there. And I would pick the one that was being taken the most. <laughs> there was only like two of these gels left. I was like, okay, let me get one, let me get one of those. Because, because that's obviously what the pros yeah, are taking. Yeah, that's what the, the other guys are taking. <laughs> that's how naive I was about this thing. But I was so impressed. Those guys, they would ask me what I've eaten so far. Mm-hmm. What all I've had, have I drank? What number am I? Well, they would know what number I was on because they just remembered me. And I was so appreciative of the high level of coaching for them to say, okay. And then they would sometimes be walking against the flow of us climbers and they'd come up and say, Brandon, okay, I want you to focus on right there, that next clearing. I want you to focus on that. Don't think about the rest of this mountain or however many summits. Don't do that. Focus on right there in front of you set your focus, set your eyes on that. And I was like, okay, coach Brent, you know, and I would boom and I would knock that out. And I'd then apply that to the next step. It sounds so relatable to what it is that you do. These coaches, they told you what to watch out for coming up down the road. Mm -hmm. They gave you a plan. I do want to point out that you did something that other people are guilty with. You followed the herd on, for instance, what the best protein bar is, as opposed to asking the coach. (laughs) You were just asking buddies and following the herd, and that's the exact opposite of what you preach. But what you do have in common is the coaching aspect. Were you thinking about that while you were climbing this mountain? I was. And I found myself looking for them, trying to seek out, especially as I'd finish one, I'd come down and now I'm done with number eight. And I'd come down and I would brand my next uh, on the board. We'd do this branding iron and 
for our next one. And so then I try to find the coach just to get some more guidance and advice. I say, okay, start number nine here. And they would say, all so right. So you mark your achievement and then the coach is like, all right, here's what you need to do. That's right. That's right. So every step of the way, it gives you that confidence to know that I'm, this is easily the hardest thing that I've ever done physically, mentally was this. And to have them that, you know, they're, they're sitting here watching a second set of eyes or five or six sets of eyes with all the coaches going up the hill, but for them to give me the right guidance and they were all focusing in on me specifically, there was over a hundred and I don't know, 130 people out there, but they knew me by name, what number I was on that I had cramping back uh, mm-hmm. a little while later. Here's some salt tablets, right? They were giving me things, you know, based on where I was. And, and specific what the next to you, step. not what's yes. happening with the guy or girl next to you. That's right. That's right. Because there's other guys that are, you know, doing better or worse than I, but that didn't matter to me, right? I, you know, they were giving me specific coaching and guidance and I valued it so much and it helped me achieve so much more. Bottom line, I was able to finish 10 summits and uh, to do Everest was 13. So I, I was about three short, but I tell you what, I'm very proud of my efforts. You should be. Like I said, some mutual friends of ours did this and some of them did accomplish all 13 mm-hmm. and get further mm-hmm. than you. And I know you were very proud of them. Some of them only accomplished four five, six or seven. Yeah. I'm blown away at any of this, the conditions you were in and having to push yourself to this. But the key sounds like, yes, you did some training in advance, but the real key was the on-site professional coaching to get you through to the next round. Yeah. And endurance, you know, these endurance events, I've never done them. This was long, this was 36 hours. A marathon, an average marathon's about 15 to 16 hours, the average person that does a marathon. So this is, you know, longer than marathon, tw- yeah. almost twice as long. And they sent us home with a quote here, and I wanted to read that because this really does bring it back to what that event was for me. And it, the quote goes like this, endurance is the struggle to continue against a mounting desire to stop. Hmm. Endurance is the struggle to continue against a mounting desire to stop. And I'm telling you, Kristen, from really the second one, you just felt like going, just quitting saying, oh, that's good enough. I mean, it was a mind game, right? I was fighting here, my body, yes, Mm -hmm. it was talking to me, but the mind is so powerful. We've got a reserve tank. I think all of us have a reserve tank in us that we're so much more capable of, of things that we just don't try, right? Our mind will tell us, no, you can't do it. And I see this every day in the office. When people come in, they're thinking, okay, this big idea of retirement, I've been trying to work towards it, but it is really scary. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're concerned about what if this, what if that, what if we run out of money and have I saved enough money? And all these things that you hear about and know of some friends that it's affected them negatively. And just like those coaches helped me be confident about just the next step. We're not trying to, uh, you know, make our plan for the whole event, but I just want you, Brandon, I just want you to get to this next level of the mountain right there. Right. Mm -hmm. So same thing in retirement. That's what I'm doing with people every day when they come in as if, if we're ready to retire, we're going to plan these next five years. Right. Those are very, very scary for you. We got to make sure your portfolio now starts to pay you because you're about to walk away from your paycheck. Right. So all these very scary things. And so we'll make that plan. We'll get to that. Okay, now these next few years, let's make a plan for that one. And and to just like they would speak into me where I'm just so overwhelmed by my thoughts and, mm-hmm. and almost paralyzing myself, you know, I just caught up in even, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But they were able to help me see, okay, Brandon, focus right here. Focus on that. That's what you need to do. I'll see you, you know, next time or get to the next aid station here. And, and that's what I know people, when they come in and we put this plan together for them and we show the action items and we 
And we now have an income plan they can feel confident in. Their investments, they've really reduced their fees and they like their more defensive positions, their tax plan, health care, estate planning, all of these things that have really, they just didn't know who to talk to or they had some idea, but just weren't quite sure. You know, when they came in and talked about it, they really got that confidence and they were able to start knocking out some of these things. It's truly relatable to think about how retirement and not working for 2030 maybe 40 years, feels like climbing Mount Everest. That's Mm -hmm. a very vivid analogy for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors.